Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Stand up for your country. So much propaganda in the USA. So little time to correct it. Things are not going well in this country. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So Rasmussen, which is a fairly reliable poll, comes out and says Joe Biden's approval rating is up to 47 percent. Uh, in this country, that about half of those polled think Biden's doing a good job. Now, that's very misleading, not because of Rasmussen, but because of events. So you may have noticed that Biden's fortunes started to turn around after the Ma-a-Lago raid. It's almost the day of it. Biden started to inch up. Why? Because it illuminated Donald Trump for Democrats and independents who hate him. So now it's a comparison kind of a thing because they fear that Trump might come back after this Mar-a-Lago thing. That's why Biden's up. Now, the Biden people have done a very, very smart thing. They've kept him out of sight. So most uh, presidents go on vacation. You see them golfing. You see them at restaurants. or what. Biden's just gone. It was in North, uh, South Carolina, gone. Now he's back in Delaware, gone. So doesn't say anything. So they're going, you're just going to keep him under wraps until after Labor Day. He signed an inflation bill, and then he disappeared. Because Trump has dominated the news cycle. However, NBC is out with a poll. 1,000 registered voters, Democrat 39, Republican 40. Notice how these, all of these polling operations have stopped now using more Democrats than Republicans after I hammered that for a year. Now they don't do that anymore. So this is a very instructive poll. First question, do you think things in the nation are generally headed in the right direction or the wrong track? Right direction, 21%. Wrong track, 74%. According to The Hill, that's the highest Number of dissatisfaction with the nations directed in history. 74% of Americans say we're not, not going in the right direction. So how could then Biden, who's responsible for all of this uh, chaos, be going up in a poll? Just as I said, it's all about Trump. Second question. Uh, when do you think the future, when you think about the future for America, do you feel more confident that America's best years are still ahead or behind? Ahead 35, best years behind 58. That's a nostalgia play. I mean, we live in a country now that's severely divided. People hate each other. Uh, there are bad changes going on in criminal justice, in your money, inflation. So I'm not surprised. Do I think... Uh, the best years of America are in front of us? No. I think the collapse of the public education system and the college university system has damaged this country in a tremendous way, but that'll be another day, right? Third question, thinking about the direction of the country five years from now, would it be better or worse? Get better, 36, get worse, 34, same, 21. So nobody knows. I mean, you can't make that. Depends on uh, the vote in November, uh, whether Republicans uh, can blunt the Biden machine uh, in Congress and then who's elected president in 24.
Now, the dissatisfaction level, again, 74%, I mean, that's astronomical, is based on three things. The economy, we all know, all right? Everybody's paying more money. Things are far more expensive, and everybody's getting hurt. The second thing is the collapse of immigration law. People can see the millions of migrants coming across the border, 5 million, 5 million across the border, according to the Federation for Immigration Reform, since Biden's been in office. 5 million human beings in here. I mean, that's a catastrophe. Now, tomorrow I'm going to do the moral implications of this around New York Cardinal Dolan and how he is uh, processing the migrants coming to New York City. We're going to do that tomorrow. Um, and then the third reason is the collapse of the criminal justice system. We all know criminals are not being punished uh, by liberal DAs and liberal mayors, and this is affecting everyone. Uh, in fact, the five most liberal cities in the country, Chicago, Detroit, Portland, Cleveland, and San Francisco, people will not go downtown. Okay, 45% of people living in those areas will not go downtown. And that's according to the Institute of Government Studies at UCAL Berkeley. So, you know, it's bad. Everybody knows about it. Now, all of those controversies, inflation, collapse of immigration, collapse of criminal justice is on the Democratic Party. Right? It's not the Republicans doing this. But if you look at the real clear average, who are you going to vote for generically in November? It's a tie. It's a tie, according to the polls, between the Democrats and the Republicans. Evenly divided. Nah, I don't believe it. But I could be wrong. But I think the Democrats are going to get waxed in the House of Representatives. Send us another thing. Got some uh, pretty dubious candidates on the Republican side in the Senate. I'm not going to get into this until after Labor Day when the polling is better and sharper. But the Senate's not a lock. House, I think, is at this point. And that is the memo. Now let's go to the media. So everybody in the media, you know, uh, talking about CNN, the destruction. I had a call from somebody who I've known decades, and they say, is Fox going to do the same thing like CNN? Are they going to start wiping people out? I go, no. Why would Fox do that? Fox is holding its uh, conservative audience, not the way it used to, but they're making money. They're not going to wipe anybody out, I don't think. But CNN is going to wipe a lot of people out. So the first one, as you know, is Brian Stelter, and everybody got, Brian Stelter got more attention to being fired than he did in more than a decade of being on the air. Now, as uh, Hyman Ross said in Godfather 2 when talking about Frankie Pantangelo, small potatoes. Right? Brian Stelter meant nothing, nothing to CNN. He was on once a week. He was a hatchet man, and now he's feeling the blade Karma, you make the cause, I wrote in my message of the day. But it's not like meaning anything. You know, the big boys at CNN are Anderson Cooper and uh, Wolf Blitzer and uh, Don Lemon. Is that how he says? I don't know how he says his name. Um, you know, but they don't have anybody. So those people have been on decades. And Americans know who they are, they watch, but they're not going to watch them. It's not the matter that they're liberal. They're boring. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that, but come on. 
<laughs> you know, let's, I got to be honest. I don't care if you're a liberal or conservative or libertarian or whatever you are. If you're interesting, I'll give you a look. What if it's the same old stuff every night? And that goes to conservative networks, too. You're boring. I'm out watching. All right. So anyway, Carl Bernstein. Oh, this signifies what CNN is all about. Here he is, one of the Watergate guys. Okay, he signifies what CNN is. It symbolizes the corruption of that news agency. So he goes on and says, oh, no, no. CNN's never really been far left. No, 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 no. Um, and he, he's trying to basically tell you the impossible. And you know what it is. But then I asked myself, I said, look up Bernstein and what he was doing in the middle of Russian collusion in September 2017. Roll the tape. Robert Mueller, the special counsel, is looking at the conduct of President Donald Trump, members of his family, especially Jared Kushner, also, his closest campaign ads, uh, aides in terms of their dealings with Russia, ethno-Russians, during the campaign and before and in business. But there's a much larger context that now informs the whole investigation, and that is the conclusion of the American intelligence community under Donald Trump, not under Obama, that now is certain that the Russians were very, very effective in undermining the campaign of Hillary Clinton, in specifically helping Donald Trump. Now it's certain, he says. Of course, that turned out to be false. Every single thing he said was false. Everything. And this is supposed to be one of the premier reporters in our country. So instead of CNN maybe calling him in saying, Carl, you know, your reporting is pretty bad. You got everything wrong. Everything. Did Carl come on and say, I'm sorry, I, this is why I blew it? No. No, I didn't. And every one of the people at CNN said the same thing that Bernstein said. That's why they're in oblivion. I don't, I could, even I couldn't bring them back. How about that for a conceited statement? Even I couldn't do it. And I know more about television program than anybody on the planet. And I think my track record speaks for itself. I couldn't bring them back because they're all damaged. You know, you can't sell Americans a piece of rotten fruit. You got to get fresh fruit. They don't have it. They don't have the bench. Okay, let's bring in Eric Bowling. Now, you know Bowling. He's on Newsmax, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a signature show. He's the sub for me on a factor. He's coming to us from Boca Raton, Florida, where he lives large. Spends a lot of the day going out and telling people, I'm Eric Bowling, and uh, what can I do for you? Um, so, my actually, analysis. Actually, I go, you know, I used to fill in for O'Reilly like 200 times. And they're going, and oh, that's Eric Bowling, gotcha. And people still mention that to you, Bowling. I know they do, uh, because I do all the time. Um, so my analysis, CNN, fallacious, accurate. What say you? I, I think, uh, well, uh, CNN, they, Don Lamont, as you point out, Don, I think he's on the hot seat. I think what, what Malone did when, when Discovery merged with Time Warner, Malone, the big boss, came out and said, 
I don't like what they're doing over there. It's kind of BS. They're trying to out left the leftists. CNN was always back in the day, Bill, when you were first to beat CNN, you were first to take CNN down in five years when no one thought Fox News was going to be able to do it. CNN was news for both sides. It was a fair and balanced, or truly a fair and balanced. Fox was never fair and balanced, let's be honest. But CNN was a fair and balanced network. And then they started to drift left and further left. And then MSNBC came and then the, the, the broadcast networks. So they were all competing for the same pie. What happened was when Malone came in, he obviously they, they bounced Zucker. Zucker's guy was Brian Stelter, as you point out. Stelter was the mouthpiece for Zucker. So it was only a matter of time before he got gone. Uh, Cuomo, Fredo, Fredo. Fredo was gone. Cuomo was gone. Then then the guy, Jeffrey Tubin, who likes to expose himself in front of others, he was gone. So Stelter is like the third or fourth uh, that are gone. I would say, I think they're going to try and get back to their roots. I don't personally think there's a market for the roots. I think America is so But they, they can't, I think unless they, they wipe that everybody. To... Eric, unless they yeah. wipe that everybody, they can't get back to their roots because that's why I use the Bernstein soundbite. I mean, you can't be that wrong. You can't. And look. It doesn't matter. A guy like, no a guy like the road bill. There's no market to be that's, news from both sides. That's you, know another, not, you know who's not doing it? News Nation. They okay. tried to be that's another that's miserably. another discussion. It's another discussion whether so-called straight news uh, can attract an audience when they've already been ginned up by opinionated news. But a couple of things you, you mentioned Jeff Zucker. I didn't. So people who don't follow this, Jeff Zucker is the previous president of CNN who brought them into a hate Trump area and pretty much destroyed the network. And Stelter, as Bowling accurately points out, was his hatchet man. So Zucker was fired. Now uh, Stelter is fired. They don't have anyone to put in. A guy like Jake Tapper, for example, they give him two hours. People hate him. He's number three in a time slot, always has been. He's unpleasant. They won't watch him. And now he's been bantered around as doing the morning show. Literally, Good Morning Pittsburgh gets more viewers than CNN's morning show on a national basis. It's it's a catastrophe. But anyway, um, maybe they'll try, CNN will try what they had when I first went at them. Remember, Larry King was the face of CNN. I remember telling my staff, we're going to beat Larry because Larry doesn't have any juice. He doesn't really know what's happening. He reads questions off a piece of paper. He, he doesn't really, uh, he does, he's not bringing anything to the to the uh, interview, and I will. I'll, I'll bring a sharp point of view and a, and a frame of reference that Larry has no clue. And it wasn't that hard to beat him. And we beat uh, the guy on MSNBC, uh, Chris Matthews, pretty quick. Um, he was just too bombastic and left wing. And you say that Fox News was never fair and balanced. My show was. Um, you were the, well, let's be honest. You, you know, you called Bill is. You and I talk a lot, and you're, I think you're as straight shooters as, as straight shooters can be. You're as fair and balanced as anyone was at Fox. I don't, yeah, I'm not saying we, anything we, anyone we doesn't put, realize. I think you were the most fair and balanced of the network. My mandate, yeah. was, my mandate was, and still to this day, is find the most intelligent person who disagrees with me and put them on air. Yeah. yeah. Or no, her no question. on the air. My point yeah. is that. You and I both know you can develop, a, a, you know, you can take the story, the same story that's being talked about on 16 straight hours and take it from a different direction. I think 
you were the most yeah fair we did that but we that. put on mark lamont hill we put on all of these leftists we wanted people to hear yeah, what they had why, to though? say you know why because no one else at that network maybe no one else in cable and i'm not just blowing smoke up your very very pretty dress you could pull it off because people came to see bill o'reilly and they well, maybe so but we wanted we had a they're philosophy not, they're not doing that for tucker they're not doing it. And no, Sean's it they're, they're preaching to a choir now, Fox, but it's a profitable choir. Now, so in CNN, I don't I agree with you. I don't think that they're going to succeed no matter what they do at this point in history. Let's go to Newsmax. So the only way Newsmax succeeds, the only way, bowling, is to cut into the audience of Fox News. And you've been able to do that, you, the network, not you, Eric Bowling, but the network has been able to do that when it runs Trump rallies, Trump this, Trump that. So it takes because Fox News doesn't do that anymore. Fox News management doesn't like Trump. That's the truth. They don't like him. I don't know why. I don't don't know. Well, when I was doing it, they were ambivalent about him. Um, Nobody ever badmouthed Trump to me. Um, they didn't, you, it wasn't Bill, one way or the other. Right. You're going to tell me you think Rupert Murdoch was ambivalent about Donald Trump running for president. I he mean, called Donald Trump every day. So I don't know what they were chatting about, but I know he called him every day. Oh, so well, no, that I can I'm report. Not, I'm not disputing the fact that there was contact. That it was, it was mutually beneficial. I, I think Maybe. they both realized they I needed don't care. I never cared about what the corporation I never, this is startling. I never cared about any corporation that I worked for, what it thought, ever. And that's why, you know, I'm a little controversial. But let's get back to Newsmax. So how on earth at eight o'clock are you going to get viewers away from Tucker Carlson? So (laughs) tall order, um, but yes, you're right. This audience, and again, we, we have to find out who your audience is and you, you, you know, you're, you're a producer. You produce a product. You produce content. This this audience loves Trump. So uh, Trump's been a friend of mine for a long time. I absolutely um, told my audience how close we've been. I've been to his house. I've been with him since prior to him even talking about politics. And so I talk about it. I don't think this network is going to last being pro-Trump, and that's it. I think what people are realizing we're more than that, right? So you talk about numbers. CNN is on their way down. If you take, we do a lot of, my, my right now I'm sitting at number one or maybe tied for number one on, on the network. But what we do on television are, ne- are the ones you see on Nielsen ratings. We're doing at least that much in, in the handheld, in, in, the, in, the, in the mobile stuff, right? Fox can't do that. CNN can't do that. Hannity can't put up Sean Hannity on their mobile app that's the same show as Hannity on their TV. They have obviously have agreements with distribution. No one in their right mind is going to pay them whatever it is, twelve or twenty dollars per sub to put Hannity on and compete with Fox on their on their on their digital. So we don't have that situation. So we're approaching CNN numbers now. I think as as the and by the way, Bill, I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit here. The the information that we get, the marketing stuff that we get, we have a very large independent audience. It's it's way more, uh, it's, it, it's it's a bigger percentage of our audience, the independents than, than Fox by far, by far. And we can, you know, we can show you that if you want. But so I think that as time goes, it'll be the same thing. Roger Ailes knew, put people up, put personalities up. He, they came for the network, but they stayed because they liked Bill O'Reilly or they liked Sean Hannity or they liked 
whomever, Loring, whoever it is, they stayed for that. And I think slowly Newsmax is kind of catching that drift. Okay, but what about covering stories? So say Donald Trump did something felonious uh, by removing documents, all right? This is conjecture, speculation, possible. Um, We haven't seen anything that indicates that, but say that's how this all shakes down. How can Newsmax really cover that if, as you just said, most of your audience loves Trump? Uh, I, my audience is a Trump-loving audience. I'm, I'm, Bill, I, I videotaped myself getting uh, the, 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 uh, the, the vaccine twice. I videotaped it, showed my audience. I'm a libertarian. I tell my audience. All right, so you would do it straight. disagree with this. I tell, them, I tell them, sleep with who you want, marry who you want. Just don't let the kids. Don't, don't bring your policy, your weirdness into your children. You make your, you're an adult, do it. But kids, once you start playing with kids, I draw the line. My point is okay. this. We will, I'll report whatever happens, however it happens. Of course I will. Okay, but there's going to be pressure somewhere down the line um, for Newsmax to not be a cheerleader for Trump, right? I'm not a cheerleader. I, I think... No, but I'm talking about the overall are, network, think, the tone I, I of think, the network. I think both networks have certain cheerleaders for Trump, and I and, and yeah, so yes, they, there, are. there are. Okay. And sometimes, if, uh, you know, on Fox, they change their mind, like Laura Ingram all of a sudden says... You know, it is, and to be Trump. fair in this discussion... When you have a network on the air for 25 years, all right, up against a startup Newsmax, what, what five years now, six years? I mean, come on. Um, so, and, so here's, and here's my issue. All those let's, let's, resources. You want to make so some it, news here? Sorry. Here's my issue. Um, the raid. The raid was a big, a big event because I personally, I, I carry a constitution wherever I go. I think they violated Trump's Fourth Amendment right. Okay, so whatever. The raid's big. There's a guest. I don't want to name names. It's a Trump attorney. And I wanted her to come on the show. We're friends. I've known her for a long time. And she tells me, and I'm not naming names, and I won't say who said it. And it's, this happened. The producers at Fox said, you can't go on Bowling's show because you're going to be on our show every single night this week. One of the different shows, our network, every single night this week. And I was like, this is, they must be nervous, Bill. They've well, got to be concerned, you're sure. but if they tell someone, don't come on Newsmax, because then they, they know we're competitions. They hear us coming. They hear the footsteps. Well, I'm not surprised bowling. It happens in every network. Problem, well, I don't think it happens in Newsmax, but it happens in every established network. Uh, I could tell you stories all day long about me, your humble correspondent, um, mm-hmm. and, and how they, uh, you know, what the orders are. Final question for you. I think the uh, media is uh, irredeemable now in America. I think it's done. Uh, I think it's betrayed the American people. My message of the day on BillOReilly.com states that very clearly. Um, When you have a situation like Mar-a-Lago, the most uh, high-profile FBI raid in the world, and 90% of the reporting on it is speculation, Mm -hmm. you know it's over. It is over. And uh, I wanted to know if you think the same thing. I do. I, I, my monologue tonight on, on the show is all about how the liberal, liberal world in, in America is running the show in the House and the Senate and the White House. Uh, and and the, the media is so liberal, they've embraced it. It's almost become a, a perfect uh, circuit, a, a power circuit. And it's kind of tapping into what they did with the $739 billion 
uh, you called it uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which it's not. It's a payoff to the green energy group. It's a circuit. And so the players who are the, the energy, the solar energy companies, they're pulling the money, taxpayer money out. The, the media is complicit in keeping the, the, the power moving. And the politicians are turning over the money to the, the companies in return for votes. It's a perfect circle. The media is part of the problem. Here's my thing, though. I, I, I think the media has become so far bifurcated that there is no middle ground anymore. This is, has become when it was information became infotainment. And now it really is entertainment. And you pick your choice of entertainment. You like liberal entertainment. You want conservative entertainment. When a guy like Alex Jones, who's a personal friend of mine, can be making five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars a day selling supplements on his show that clearly is not news, it's entertainment, then we know what the American appetite for is. And it's not for news and it's not for media. It's for to be entertained. All right, Eric. Thanks very much. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk again soon, I hope. Okay, so the latest on Mar-a-Lago is the judge in the case who signed the warrant, Ryan Hart, says now uh, the Department of Justice has not made its case to keep the entire affidavit under seal. So I, Judge Reinhardt, may order some of it public. And I'll make that decision on Thursday when the Department of Justice gives me some redactions. Now, all this means is that we, the people, are not going to know who accused Trump. That's not going to happen because the Justice Department and Judge Reinhardt know that person would be in physical danger and that person or persons, S, I think it's one, uh, life would be over. Now, if, as I stated, there is a charge lodged against Donald Trump, they have to, by our Constitution, say, here's the accuser. But now they don't, and that's what's going to happen. All right, this is a terrible story, and I hate to report it because it brings back pain for the Americans who were killed by ISIS. So uh, there's a guy, Al-Shifi El-Shek, Al-Shifi El-Shek. He's a British subject. They called him a beetle because he spoke English, and he executed James Foley, American journalist, participated in the murders of Peter Cassig, Kayla Muller, Stephen Sotloff. And uh, all of that is in Killing the Killers, which still is a major bestseller after, um, let's see, one, two, three, going on four months. So I tell you the story about this horrible guy, uh, El Sheik. He was sentenced to life in prison in a federal courthouse in Virginia. Okay. And here's something I did not know. So the Justice Department did not seek the death penalty for Al-Sheikh, as they should have. But they didn't, because that's Merrick Garland. Now, there are the uh, family members of the Americans who were murdered. Um, Garland didn't go for the death penalty. I don't believe in the death penalty, but I understand the law. You absolutely could have asked for it. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees 
will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure. Believe me, with fast growing trees, it's different from fruit trees to houseplants. They have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Okay, China. So you may remember that from 1980 to 2015, long time, if you had more than one child, a Chinese couple had more than one child, uh, they could sterilize the woman. That was the one child policy in China. It's unbelievable, but that was true. Then after 15, they saw they Beijing, the communists, the population falling. So they went two children. Then they went three children. Now China says it will discourage abortions. Now, when China says it will discourage abortions, that means no abortions. Because if you have one and the Chinese government finds out, anything could happen to you. Reason is that China has one of the world's lowest birth rates. It's fallen fast because the Chinese people cannot support themselves. You, know, you see the bright lights of Shanghai and Beijing and all that. Out in the countryside where most of the people live in China, they don't have anything. They don't have any kids. Now China needs more kids and they're going to ban abortion. Yeah, I won't say that, but that's what it is. All right, here is a very important segment for you because I'm looking out for you. I hope you believe that. If you don't believe it, let me know. Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. I know I have millions of viewers listening and watching around the world. If you don't believe O'Reilly's looking out for you, please write and explain why you don't believe that. Okay, so we do Smart Life, and here is the Smart Life segment. There is research by the Tufts Friedman School of Nutrition and Science just out. It is called the Food Compass. They studied all the foods that Americans eat as far as what helps you and what hurts you. So if you go to the Tufts website and put in Food Compass, you'll get all of them. I can't give you all of them, but some of them are interesting. So first, let's put up on the screen, good for you. Okay, here they are. Celery juice, tomato juice, or tomato, as they say in Georgetown. Orange juice. Now, orange juice, that was interesting because orange juice has got a lot of sugar. Not refined sugar. Natural. Broiled salmon. Tuna in a can, not the sushi stuff. I eat tuna in a can all the time. Blackberries, eat them almost every day. Cantaloupe, eat it all the time. Grapefruit, eat it all the time. Strawberries, eat it some of the time. Cheerios and Raisin Bran, I eat those cereals. I didn't even know about this study. Chocolate-covered almonds, I have them as a snack. Popcorn, have it. Unbuttered, I gotta confess, I put a little on the Newman popcorn, which is good, and I give all their uh, profits to charity, the Newman Food Company. I, use the, I go with the butter. Okay, so that's just a few and common foods that people eat. 
So if you eat those, that's helping your immune system. It's helping your body. Here's what's bad for you. Ready? On the bad list? Hard pretzels. Did not know that. Marshmallows. Never eat them. Skittles. Never in a million years. Churros. Don't even know what they are. Plain waffle. I had them yesterday. I had them yesterday. Ah, pita bread. I did not know. Now, I eat sourdough bread, which is good for you, but I didn't know pita was bad. Hot dogs are the devil. I love them. Hot dogs the devil. Sugar frosted flakes. Most candy, you name it, not good. All soft drinks, energy drinks, iced teas laden with sugar, all of that. They're bad for you. Now, food is the most important thing in your life. No doubt. Because food means health. Yes, you can work out, you can run around, you can do all of that, you can live in a pristine place. Yes. But food is what tells the tale, particularly when you're over 50. If you eat garbage and fast food, the whole industry is garbage, with the possible exception of Chick-fil-A, that chicken, as long as it's not fried. If you eat that stuff, you are going to shorten your lifespan, and the amount of years that you live as you get older are going to be painful. And again, I go back to the government does not tell you this, although it should. The government wiped out cigarette smoking on a very aggressive campaign, will not do the same for sugar and bad foods, will not do it because there's so much money in that industry. But me, I'm looking out for you. Go to Tufts University, pop in Food Compass, and they got It's an amazing study, and I I give the school credit. All right, this day in history, August 22nd, 2018, they found a bone, they being archaeologists, in Siberia in a cave that belonged to the first hybrid child. Okay? Um, Actually, they found it earlier than four years ago, but this, it took them... It took them six years to analyze the bone. Throw that bone up again for those listening on the radio. I'll describe it. It's just basically a fossil of a human bone. But it's not really human. It's a hybrid bone. And the scientists say it was the union of a Neanderthal and some kind of human species called Denisovan. D-E-N-I-S-O-V-A-N. So this is... 50,000 years ago, this is the cusp of us in the evolutionary process. Now, the reason this happened, this is fascinating, um, is because the dinosaurs died out after that meteorite blasted Earth and climate change resulted. And the seas rose and the dinosaurs climate changed dramatically and they all died. What took over then were mammals, okay? And then from mammals, we evolved. That's what happened. So this was a tremendous discovery. 
And life expectancy 50,000 years ago was 25 years old. You're out after 25 years old. And most people died from infection of teeth and starvation. Okay, quick break. We'll be back with the mail and a final thought about coping with the end of summer. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Let's go to the mail. Uh, Angela Fishchon, Nanuet, New York. Mr. O'Reilly, you recently stated that Trump can get his case thrown out due to the absence of an FBI advance team. With respect, sir, is this still the case? I have not heard it anywhere else. Of course you're not going to hear it anywhere else, Angela. Why would the media report something that important? It gives Trump, and it's called the Taint Team. It came from uh, Brett Salman, our expert on Justice Department issues. So a taint team is FBI team that goes in before a raid takes place and sees if there's any attorney-client privilege or anything that the FBI can't seize. That didn't happen here. So if Trump is charged, there's a good chance the whole thing will be thrown out because there was no taint team. And the FBI sees records it should not have seized. But you're not going to hear anywhere else. Juan Arroyo, Union, New Jersey, who has the ultimate and final declassification of documents, the director of national intelligence. That's the office that does it. Ken Badeau, Winter Haven, Florida. Bill, last night you matter-of-factly stated that we conservatives probably won't back the Senate. Uh, that about knocked me out of my chair. Well, number one, Ken, I did not say that. I said that it was going to be difficult. Not probably. And that's because some of the candidates on the Republican side are having trouble. Herschel Walker, Georgia. Oz, Pennsylvania. Two. They're having trouble. Um, my job to report accurately. Charles Douglas, Darian, Connecticut, was a little disappointed when you implied last night 
that Bill Clinton did such a great job with the economy at the end of his second term. I never imply anything, ever. And I stated as fact, Charles, that Clinton left office with a 65% approval rating because of the economy. That's it. I didn't apply anything. Dana Wheeler, Tampa, I agree the border is key for the Republicans in November. However, when the press won't cover it, how can we win on that issue? I, well, I don't know who we is, Dana. I guess you're part of the Republican apparatus. But the Republicans themselves have got to do ads and everything else. You can't depend on the media. That'll never happen. Casey Clay, Olathe, Kansas. Bill, are we the taxpayers covering the cost of housing and other necessities for the millions of migrants? Yeah, <laughs> of course we are. That's, that's who's covering it. Uh, Joyce, is dereliction of duty a ground for impeachment on the part of a department head, a president, an attorney general? Yes. Not anybody elected. So you, could, you can get booted out of the Senate and the House if you violate ethic rules, but not impeached. Nancy Shaw, Grants Pass, Oregon. Why didn't the Founding Fathers include a provision for term limits in the Constitution? Because they wanted the people to make that decision. Good question, though. Jean Mayashione, Aurora, Ohio. Why do you call Holly the terror dog? She seems gentle and snuggly. You wouldn't say that if you were a squirrel or a rabbit. The terror dog on the march. Susie. Hey, Bill, in Killing the Killers, why no mention of the ransom Obama paid to terrorists for the release of Bo Bergdahl? Because that was a POW thing. It wasn't a terrorist thing. That was a military situation. That's why it is not in there. Edwin Hennings, West Des Moines, Iowa, just finished Killing the Killers, your best killing book. When a wealth of information you presented, my heart goes out to Carl and Marsha Muller. Mine too. And, and to watch those families, and I'm glad they got a measure of justice when the ISIS guy was sentenced to life in prison. Okay, so uh, Killing the Killers, still a bestseller, as I mentioned. Uh, Killing the Legends, out September 27th. You can get these books free if you re-up or sign up for BillOReilly.com premium membership. And uh, we hope you do. Word of the day, Jabbernol, J-O-B-B-E-R-N-O-W-L. No, Jabbernol, Jabbernol. Right back with End of Summer. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here is our final thought of the day. Two weeks, one day, and summer is sayonara in the realistic sense. Summer goes into late September. And here in the Northeast, it's warm now. You can go to the ocean until about October 1st. When I was a kid, you could do that. You could not do it. But you got to get into a different mindset because after Labor Day, it's going to be this a jet rocket to the midterm election, which is one of the most important elections in our lifetime. If 
the American people allow the Biden administration to continue doing what it is doing, the harm may never be righted. And that's why I believe that the Republicans, and they're no bargains, generally speaking, will win the House. Senate, we're going to follow it very closely, obviously. But the Biden administration is so destructive to you and me, it's almost impossible for me to tell you how destructive that is. Five million foreign nationals allowed in a year and a half by Joe Biden into this country with no supervision, unattended, five million. I mean, come on. Okay, so we will be here tomorrow and uh, we're going to do the moral thing about the migrants, the foreign nationals coming to the USA. Hopefully we will see you then. Thanks for watching tonight.